0: So Jess Phillips has announced her campaign to be Labour leader, and I Thank don't God. know. I don't know mm. if it's to celebrate that or if it's just a, a felicitous coincidence. But the New European has now staked out um, their support of Phillips' um, uh, 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 candidacy by offering all new subscribers a free bollocks to Brexit passport holder that says "Remainer" on it and says uh European Union United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland oh delightful it,
1: it's yeah. not it's not blue right uh it's red of course. Yeah. yeah.
0: Imagine how confused your average
2: German border guard is going to be when presented with this passport.
1: <laughs> just as you like waggle your eyebrows at him at the thing and you get mm. de- like detained and tackled by like 50
0: German mm. security guards. remainer is not a valid citizenship. You just you just thank them for their service as uh-huh. they haul you off to immigration detention. Mm. Um what's great about this is that in in place of the like got me wrong like you know I'll, all forms of patriotism are corny as hell. Yes. But imagining a country to be patriotic to and imagining a new crest where it's two unicorns, the number forty eight percent. Um oh, uh, just a, a whole body cringe. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah.
2: it's two unicorns because one unicorn wasn't impossible enough for the remainder
0: <laughs> No, it's a uh, it's I voted for Kodos as a serious policy platform. Jeez. Mm. Um uh, or as a serious political tendency, rather. Look at looking uh, at the
1: picture of it here. Why are the unicorns wearing high heels? That's not what uh, hoofs look like. They've just... It's, it's a shitty... It's mm. shitty art apart from anything else.
0: Yeah. But hey, uh, subscribe to The New European if you want a passport holder that says, uh, I voted for Kodos. Uh, subscribe to Trash Future, we'll get you a passport holder that says, I hate border guards, and we'll see which gets you interned more quickly. <laughs> hey, stop shitting yeah. on the
2: vo- border guards, those guys are volunteers.
3: Just
1: my passport that says, I hate border guards, and I love cavity searches. That's just <laughs> the one I have, you can't have that one.
3: <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome back to this bonus episode of Trash Future. It is the Chaos Configuration with mm. Riley, Milo. Hello, it's me and Caltech.
1: Hello, yes. Looking forward None to doing the... some defamation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm, uh, the libel get...
2: configuration.
0: <laughs> to be fair, we're we're pretty good at avoiding that. Um, but yeah. uh, before I get into any of any of the rest of our com- uh, commentary, the word
2: allegedly is quaking in its boots. Yes, <laughs> and how heavily it's about to be used. <laughs> Prepare to be used. All of its holes are about to be used.
1: <laughs> oh lord! Oh, oh grief. This, this is the thing oh, that beard. you want from this configuration. Truth is just yeah.
2: Alrighty. Um,
0: so uh, good. Enough of the good grief shit. Uh, you know, if you also if you also want to say good grief, uh, Jess Phillips has announced her bid to be Labour leader on a platform that so far, uh, renationalizing BT was not credible, and instead Labour should focus on rejoining the European Union. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, that's
2: going to work well with the electorate. It's going to yes. play brilliantly. <laughs> be great.
0: But it it doesn't matter because she also seems to support starting World War Three. Of course. Oh, well, that thing good. we love. Yeah. That yeah. might play well with the electorate. To be fair, yeah. people in Bolsover love World War Three. Yeah. I mean, maybe they do. I mean, like, oh, okay. No, actually, yes, check that. Maybe they do. Yeah. Like, I
2: mean, you know, <laughs> do we, some really cannot, yeah. we really cannot legislate for the main, like, the mad things that the British electorate may or may not think because, yes. like, they, they absolute, are multifarious.
1: Yeah. Poppy based yeah. death cult. Uh, yes. Actually, so, that, that's mind.
3: something
0: we have in common with the Taliban love poppies, <laughs> <laughs> love death. <laughs> so, okay. But mostly, we're we're not here talking about the Labour leadership race. Uh, we are here mostly talking about Kasim Soleimani. Uh, our oh, has he <laughs> entered it? Yes. Well, actually, I'm very excited. We're supposed to have Kasim Soleimani uh, as a guest on next week's Trash Future. <laughs> I can announce that now. Mm, oh, um, what a guess! What in a Ouija board. Ver- wait, what do you mean? Oh shit! I'm sorry. I didn't mean to break it to you like this. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he was go. He was going to re- he was going to review the new Mark Gaddis and um and Moffat <laughs> Dracula with us.
1: Yeah, you were start. We, you were starting Casim's Comedy TV Club with them. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: yeah,
0: mm. he was. He was. Gonna- we were. We were going to make fun of that terrible new BBC show. Uh, um. Uh, Dracula show. Yeah. I would love to show
2: Qasem Soleimani a load of really bad English, like daytime television, of him to just sit there and go, "You people are dogs." Ooh, I, Philip I mean,
1: Schofield. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I want to see what he th- what he would make of that. The One Show. Wait no, right. a
2: A step further. I want Qasem
0: Soleimani on the One Show. <laughs> just on the couch. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you have to stop saying this in present tense because I think it's pretty unlikely. Yeah. He was. He was. He was
1: compromised to a permanent end. Uh, yeah. So,
0: unless we do the six million dollar man on him, you know, yeah, which we oh, should, oh we should God. try, yeah, yeah. Re- re- rebuild him more, more terrorismy than ever. Now there is a project for Elon Musk. <laughs> oh my God. Someone on a uh, before we get into this, while we do like just dumb, dumbass Twitter review, someone posted um, some, some again, some moron and it sort of hoved into my view uh, posted mm. a, a collage of Elon Musk holding a flamethrower, Elon Musk launching his spaceship, and then Elon Musk like sort of shrugging at an audience. And be like, bring it on, Iran. We've got oh, it was, Elon Musk.
1: It was better than that because the rocket that didn't work uh, had nuke written on it by this person. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know
3: uh,
2: right. Wait, Wait, so hang on. They posted this unironically? Yes. yes. Oh, because that would have been an amazing shit post. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, look, it's, um, you know, someone's yeah. law. Uh, 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 America,
3: okay, yeah.
1: America has Elon Musk. We have Jess Phillips. And together we will overcome the theocracy of Iran.
0: No, yeah. let's be fair. We have Matt Hancock. That's true. Exactly. Jess Phillips
2: isn't all we've got.
0: Yeah. Elon, Elon Musk, Matt Hancock, and Jess Phillips are going to work together to try to overturn the law in Iran that makes trans surgery free to <laughs> many of those who <laughs> want it and many of those who yeah. don't, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Iran, the force <false> femme state.
0: <laughs> so basically what happened was uh, if you don't know, and like by the time this has come out, I'm sure everyone. will be By the time tired this has of... come out, the Iranian
1: retribution for it will have happened, and we'll yeah, be, like, yeah. badly behind. And, yes. you, yeah, we'll have lost a bunch of listeners because New York won't exist anymore, something like that.
0: I mean, what, whatever Damn. happens, uh, we can just have- we can maybe cut in some- Yeah, cut in here, please. Uh, just... Oh, man, what's happened in the last three days? <laughs> Well, I'm sorry to hear that
2: that was sunk.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite US Navy
0: fleets. Mm. Uh, so, uh, basically uh, an, an Iran- Iranian an Iranian sort of very senior um high-level general, Qasem Soleimani was assassinated by the United States uh, some days previously. And this is so he is a guy who was like regarded as a national hero by a lot of people in Iran. Uh, he was assassinated in Iraq. So um, just to add extra spice. So so Iraq is now recommending the expulsion of all U.S. troops from Iraq. Well, supposedly
1: the the Iraqi prime minister just said that he had been there to deliver a response about de-escalation talks uh, to Iran. So they're taking it even more personally than the Iranians are in some ways. So that's cool.
0: Yeah. But Mm. hey, um, apparently... I don't know why they've done this, uh, as all the justifications they've given basically amounted to um, he was going to open up a new front in the war on Christmas. (laughs) Damn. Um,
1: He was going to invent a new pronoun.
0: Yeah, he was going to add more gender. I don't know.
2: We need to protect trans Christmas at all costs. (laughs) The uh, the thing
0: is, right, uh, the the official statements released by the the American government were uh, deeply contradictory, uh, where they were like, oh, he was imminently planning an, an attack. Uh, oh, he was endangering US, U.S. civilians, something, something, something. None of these statements lined up because it's clear they were just doing it in retribution for the um, protesters taking over the American embassy in, in Iraq. But that hasn't stopped basically everyone from Liz Warren to the right from saying that he has been the most evil person in the history of humanity mm. um, and that he's it's it might have been... Is necessary to do something about him. We just we should have followed the damn rules. Yes. Um. You've heard of Hitler. Now check out this guy. (laughs) Yeah. And you know the thing is, if he was the most evil person in the world, and we had to assassinate him immediately in order to sort of, uh, in order for to serve justice to the people he's killed, and for you know to safeguard the lives of Americans, it makes sense that a lot of these people have been talking about him endlessly forever. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you basically couldn't, couldn't, like, turn on an Elizabeth Warren speech or turn on, like, Mm. you know, politics home or whatever without having them talk about what we're going to do about this Qasem Soleimani, an evil terrorist who must be stopped at all costs. Yeah, who mysteriously,
2: I had never heard of until he was killed. (laughs) Mm. Me, I take an interest in him. I'd never heard of this guy. <laughs> like, this is it. somehow he is like the biggest threat to like everything. To like you know, little girls going to school and whatever the fuck it is. And no one, like none of these people even knew who he was last week. They didn't. They didn't know.
0: Or if they did know who he was, never talked about it before. No, no. It's it's almost as if he was
1: like a talented but anonymous functionary, just kind of implementing his own government's policy
2: well this is the thing is that they're, they're like intent on being like oh we got this guy who was a terrorist and it's like he's just like he's like an iranian general he works for the iranian go- he does the bidding of the iranian government yeah. he's not a freelancer like he does like, he's not <laughs> no. He follows all, not really like, think he is scaramanga <laughs> like yeah like if you think like I- if you think that qasem soleimani is like a terrorist then general petraeus is a war criminal like
3: th-
2: th- that's like that's the logic you're following
0: well i mean a, a Momently, momentarily, sort of going into this for a second. Right, there is a, a soldier or a general, is someone on our side who's doing the nasty business of keeping us safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, you the,
1: want them on that wall, you yeah, need yeah. them on that wall, and so on and yeah. so forth.
0: They're the thin blue line. Yeah. Everyone on the other side is a terrorist for doing all the same stuff that we make necessary for them to do. Yeah. So it's a way of put. It's a way of putting. It's a way of of denying the fact that. The these our countries have made enemies by mostly being shit. Yeah. We've, we have made enemies, and we're then putting opposition to our like national projects outside the boundaries of the conceivable.
1: Well, like because- e- even even ahead of that, just on the biographical level, the way that Qasem Soleimani got this way was, he he came up in the Iran-Iraq War, a war in which the US variously sponsored both sides. You can't, Mm. like, well, and also serving an Islamic Republic that exists because the US and Britain overthrew a democratically elected Prime Minister of Iran in the 50s. It's all us, like, all the way down.
2: Yeah damn, <laughs> every single turtle is just us when you yes. take the mask off.
1: Yeah, well, and everyone's, like, I don't
2: know, they're all, just, they're all just losing their minds about it and, like, saying all this stuff, like all this spooky Babadook shit that Casim Soleimani is supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it all just sounds extremely rope-tied to fence, you know what I
0: mean? Like, it's extremely like Casim Soleimani has children with kites. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, it, it's like, it, I don't know, I mean, it's 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 the, acknowledge, and it seems as though most of the people, again, like, from Elizabeth Warren to the right, are unable to see this for what it is, which is that it doesn't matter what Qasem Soleimani did or didn't do. Uh, His his assassination by the U.S. is an act of war, and it should be opposed. And if you say, well, the U.S. was justified in, in doing this because he was a bad guy... Like it, that all you're doing is you're saying, well, it was good that we did this act of war, but I wish we'd followed the rules. Mm. Because if you remember 2003, that stopped a generation and sort of region destroying crisis from a in the Middle East was opposing it on the basis mm. of the rules. Absolutely. Exactly. And uh, yeah.
1: just aside from everything else, violating the uh, sovereignty of your supposed ally, Iraq, mm. just grotesquely. Um, mm. Yeah, it's great. We love it. So-
0: The only good responses to this have predictably been from Jeremy Corbyn, Bernie Sanders and people aligned to them who see this for what it is, which is a chance for the death cultists in charge of our countries to once again extend their bloody imperial grip onto a country that just is opposing us for reasons, again, that we created. Yeah, like
1: invading almost every country or like stationing troops in every country that borders it.
0: Yeah, I wonder, Mm. I I mean, let's say, oh, yes, all the way back to the 1979 revolution. I wonder why that revolution was made necessary. Anyway, I've never actually. I wonder
1: where this guy who got so, like, good and blasé about killing, apparently, uh, Mm. came from in this war with the human wave attacks that we were sort of playing both sides of.
0: Yes. Whom can say? But if you want an example of just how tumescent the world's coterie of murderous perverts are, but the prospect of righteous bloodshed in the name of uh, the flag the flag and the faith, then, of course, you would look no further in America than the LAPD and the NYPD. Our faves. So, um, yeah, our, our Whoa, two faves. we're sending in the NYPD. They're going to sort out the Iranians. Uh, yeah, look, <laughs> hey, the Iranians better not try any of that 9-11 shit in Staten Island. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you're Iranian? Well, I'm Italian. So... <laughs> Yeah, the uh the, it's if, if the Iranians try any 911 on Staten Island's like any of its like famous two-story bungalows. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just made me think about
2: the Saudis threatening to do 911 on Canada again. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> to be
1: fair, this so, would be the funniest possible flex by Iran would just be to like blow up a bunch of bungalows in Staten Island <laughs> just <laughs> easily outwitting these fucking pork fingered dipshits.
0: No, like they would just—they would probably just get foiled by accident by a bunch of QAnon guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so NYPD Commissioner Dermot Shea reiterated that while there are no credible threats to the city, the NYPD is immediately taking key steps to ensure the <sighs> safety love of New doing Yorkers.
1: the shit, the NYPD feels uncomfortable when we're not about them, and it's always yeah. my favorite, uh, like my favorite thing after a mass shooting is the NYPD announces increased security.
0: Whether in it was, they, yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Whether it was like three thousand miles away or not, they're like, yeah, we're we're keeping an eye on this. Nobody's going to do this shit in New York. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. like
0: oh, in, in okay. response to in response to. We've increasing... choked out
2: three black children just <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah, so, so in, we're pretty re- confident.
0: In, in response to increasing tensions with Iran, uh, the NYPD is stationing um, is stationing uh, uh, officers with Halo Warthogs outside of subway terminals to make sure no <laughs> one jumps the turnstile. Just
2: in case, you can't beat those wily Iranians. They yeah. might try and get a free subway ride as revenge.
0: They're destroying New
2: York by reducing the income of our transit system. Oh my god, the Iranians kidnapped Subway Jared.
0: That would be the ultimate flex. <laughs> yeah. Shay said that, I mean, that would, it would be just showing what they could do, breaking him out of pedo prison. Damn. Shea said there would be, quote, heightened vigilance in terms of uniformed officers with long guns at sensitive areas.
2: Mm. Nice long boys.
0: Critical <laughs> structures and, continu- commu- and continuing community dialogue with our community leaders. I love to so have community
1: basic- dialogue with our community leaders.
0: Yeah. So they're basically just like sending a bunch of like you know, guys carrying M16s into like Iranian cultural centers to be like, mm. uh, to just do the same shit that we've been doing in Afghanistan. Yeah. just like yeah. trying to do a sh- like a, like a Shura.
2: Yeah, I like to get shot in the head with a Barrett 50 Cal by Officer Panettone because I'm eating falafel suspiciously <laughs> outside the
1: metro. I just feel like vigilance is a strong word to apply to anyone who's like, have you ever seen an NYPD officer?
0: Uh, yeah, I, saw, I kept seeing them anytime I would take the subway in New York. You could mm. tell because they were wearing like military contractor boots in Oakley's while reading a paper that said the inconspicuous times. And they looked so vigilant. Mm. No, um, so the fact that we are dealing here, is, this is a quote from Mayor Bill de Blasio, who I recently had to tell Milo wasn't Italian. Like his name is Wilhelm, yeah, th- he's th- German. This
1: news has riven us to our very core here on Trash It is future. incredible.
0: He, he uh... changed his name to see more Italian. Yes, the, the one thing that
1: Bill de Blasio and Guy Fieri have in common.
0: I think you'll find there's quite a few more things that Bill Bill de Blasio (laughs) and Guy Fieri have in common. We was only half Italian, so we couldn't get made. Yeah. Uh, So the fact that we are dealing this morning with a reality that we have not faced previously, Mayor Bill de Blasio said during the Friday morning press conference. He's not faced a lot of reality. It is very, very important for everyone to understand... At that, and to understand that in these changing circumstances, the city of New York and the NYPD are acting immediately what to ensure p- that New Yorkers are safe. This pig,
1: do, do we remember when uh, those cops got shot and he went to the funeral and they turned their back on him uh, uh. to like re- <laughs> for because of not respecting blue lives or well, whatever? No, yeah, because
0: he's, he's an SJW.
1: Yeah, and, and he's mm. just like folding like a house of cards, and it's not like any of these fucking like officer or dipshit assholes are ever going to respect him for it. So, why uh.
0: even bother?
1: You're supposed to be a
0: Are you saying you want Bill de Blasio to do ACAP
1: yes, shit? Yes, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I want. I want him to go on TV and be like, fuck this NYPD In shit. In, in, in,
0: in response to the Iranian attacks, uh, to to the, our, our our attack on on Iran's uh, uh, general. Just, just coming I decided up to the
1: podium to, saying death to America
0: and Farsi decided, to start. Yeah. I've decided to disband the NYPD and replace them with Black Block. Uh, we're putting Luis <laughs> J. Gomez under arrest. That's that's. Yeah. The
2: goal, yeah. That's, or be really mm. true to his, it's supposed Italian heritage, and just get up there and just say,
1: who
0: what the <laughs> fuck." <laughs>
2: This is crazy.
0: You I'm going to my fucking gumaz. Su- you killed Soleimani. You didn't get a sit-down first? Yeah. <laughs> it's a matter of respect. He's got a vowel at the end of his name. No good Ralph Cifaredo said that Kasim Soleimani had an 80-pound mole on his ass. Um, de Blasio, uh, Wilhelm, went on to say that the reality is different now that the United States and Iran are in an assumed de facto state of war. Assumed de facto. Wow, I didn't know we were... I Really? That he's just so bill de blasio is declaring war in iran yeah. in order to get the respect of staten island guys <laughs> i mean he's and correctly still identifying it as an
2: act of war which no one else has done that's, that's true um uh,
0: so that's that's very funny so in new york um they've basically given a bunch of officers like grenade launchers and put them at the, in the public transit terminals <laughs> cool Don't be too careful uh and this is from the lapd so this is lapd hq tweets this and they have a they're a blue tick by the way so mm. uh, if you're watching at home uh LAPD, while there is no credible threat to Los Angeles, the LAPD is monitoring the events (laughs) developing in Iran. Why, though?
1: (laughs) Just, I want to address this issue. While there is no credible threat to Los Angeles, could just stop there, yeah, but... Uh yeah. Mm. yeah. We're we're just running our own like foreign intelligence operation.
0: Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the LAP the LAPD needs to be able to like do police brutality on a global scale. Absolutely. For black sites.
1: Absolutely. The LAPD oh, has yeah. to have an officer following around every Iranian guy in Van Eyes uh just
0: in case. LAPD world police. I mean, that's the thing, right? I like- they say We will continue to communicate with state, local, federal, and international law enforcement partners regarding any significant intel that may develop. Who's keeping the LAPD posted on this? The International Criminal Court, of course. Yeah, they're (laughs) they're
2: just like phoning up Baghdad PD. They're like, why do you keep (laughs) calling us? I love
0: this, like, international law enforcement partners. Like, yeah, okay, uh, get Fatou Bensouda on the phone. I want to know what's going to happen with regards to any, like... Like, self-referrals? Like, I don't mm. understand this. I think that,
2: uh, so, assuming that the NYPD sound like every Sopranos character, I think LAPD sound like John Cena. Just like, oh, we are, we are tactically ascertaining the
0: nature of any potential uh, threats, enemy or otherwise, to Los Angeles. Uh, see, here's their second tweet actually colors this a bit differently, where oh, I think okay. they end up sounding like Pete Buttigieg. Oh, cool. The department is committed to ensuring the safety of our vibrant and diverse community, and we ask every Angelino to say something if you see something. Corporate social so
2: responsibility, Black Lives
0: Matter. Yeah, woke 19, <laughs> it's, it's woke 1984. And the, of course, what we do, <laughs> as uh, Brendan O'Neill <laughs> calls it, 1984. <laughs> uh, um, this, is from, this is from a Guardian article that we won't be making fun of. Um, which Wait what? <laughs> interviews. It's just like they interviewed some like Iranians in L.A. Uh, mm. and As- Asal Rad, a research fellow with the National Iranian American Council, is based in Orange County. Um, said for people who remember the lead up to the Iraq War and feeling helpless, we're having that same moment again. It's like that PTSD, a flashback to here we go again. And I mean, a, a lot of this back to me now. A lot of this is also because like. There there's a huge Iranian community in Los Angeles. Like mm. one of the biggest outside Iran. Yeah, it's it's and,
1: vibrant and diverse. Yeah, so it, and, it can't be too vibrant and too diverse.
0: Yeah, uh, and a lot a lot of them still have family that are affected by the travel ban that's still in place. Um and a lot of them are like probably rightly afraid of reprisals from I don't know, like uh fucking like MAGA dentists who are yeah, or, driving a hundred to five thousand dollar pickup. Truck. Wish. Or, indeed, the LAPD, which I is mean, also it's, full it's, of MAGA, yeah. not dentists. And
1: it's not like the LAPD, like, formally, as an organization, did uh, sort of a race riot in the 40s or anything, right? Like, there's no... No, no they learned, Alice. Yeah, they learned their lesson. of course.
0: All right, but this, these, are, these are the um, completely unimportant American responses. Um, I've also uh, collated some completely unimportant British responses. Yeah, because Us. the only
1: important response is whatever's happening inside Donald Trump's brain.
0: It's terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's just like the only important, um, the only, pe- only po- important bit of of writing to read in the UK right now is unfortunately Dominic Cummings's blog. Mm-hmm. Like for now, until mm-hmm. like you know he puts him toe out of line and Boris Johnson replaces him with another sick, exciting sycophant. Yeah. Um, like right now, it's Dominic Cummings' blog. Just as right now, yeah. Uh, and the dying brain of a of a senile sex pest. Yes. That's where, that's where it all is. We
1: are handcuffed to this idiot. And like, we have to see where his, where his wonderful brain takes him.
2: And And kind of, I kind of love it. There's like something, there's something so beautiful about the incoherence of it. You can't predict any of it is the thing. Yeah, exactly. Like they're all running around. Like I was, I was at a party on Friday and I was talking to a guy who's like kind of, He's kind of a centrist lib, but he's all right. And uh, he works in the foreign office. And he was just saying about just how like no one, like no one, has any idea how to like plan for anything Trump does because you have no idea what he's gonna do. It's like it's almost kind of effective. Like he's so completely deranged and so easily bored by everything that like today it's Kasim Soleimani, tomorrow it's like they've made the hamburgers smaller. We're gonna be <laughs> looking into this. They're too small. It's We're not gonna be pair. looking
1: into various things about bathroom. He did that, and then he killed an Iranian general
0: in the same week. Well, before Mm. we actually go into this Telegraph article, uh, (laughs) before we go into this Telegraph article, right? Like, we know what actually what actually happened now, which is all of the, as we said, all of the statements released by the U.S. were immediately contradictory, that there was some kind of imminent threat from Soleimani. All of the justifications from the centrists that, well, this was good, but it was bad that it was done wrong are completely meaningless and serve to grease the wheels of imperial war. But we know what really happened, which was Trump was given a a set of choices of how to respond to the um, supposedly Iranian-backed assault on the U.S. embassy in Iraq. Mm -hmm. And was given assassinate Qasem Soleimani as the extreme choice to try to um, mm. shepherd him into picking one of the more measured options. And then he picked the extreme choice. And I, I recall, like, when he's had the opportunities to do this kind of thing before, uh, his aides have just said, yes, yes, we'll do it, and then don't do it. So yeah. in this case, just that theory is now gone, where yeah. it seems like he, they do actually listen to him. It's, it's so yeah.
1: depressing that literally, like, this sounds like a thing they would do for Trump, right? Like, Eric Trump's make-work job, where they, like, give him uh, magazine covers, and then he picks out the one that he likes. But they do this with every <laughs> president. They give them, like, the Mass Effect dialogue options of uh, be nice, be neutral, or be evil. And he picked the
0: evil yeah. one. It's well what they should
2: always do with Trump is give him a fourth option, which is go get a hand job, because he'll pick that every <laughs> <Yes>. time.
0: <laughs> we should pick the fourth option of of just like um of like or may I hear that the new New York Times culture editor has been saying that the burger at Trump Tower is dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just it's drone strike to instantly.
2: <laughs> um, Nobody likes a wet burger,
0: very moist. Like <laughs> bad for the brain. Yeah, not, he would love a wet burger. <laughs> yeah, that's kidding. true. With a wet sauce. Yeah, yeah. just like tell you, just like hey, I I want my burger misted down with yeah. fine it, spring it, water. It, just, it like, it. It, like
1: it like leaks out and it like poisons the fries and they get all soggy. Oh, <laughs> just, mm.
0: oh gross. Okay, right. So that's that's sort of where we are. Uh, so just with all of that in your mind with just the fact that this was an incredible strategic blunder taken by a a baby who is trying to be shepherded to another option because he can't be trusted Mm. with a pencil. Um, We are now going to read the article in the Telegraph. Mr. Trump was right to take on Iran. It has given him power over the situation by Charles Moore. (laughs) What does he have against Mike Sorrentino? (laughs) Uh, Charles Moore also was, wrote the official slob job biography of Thatcher so you know this is going to be good, oh, good. Amazing. Um, it opens one type of paradise that men imagine is about streams, beautiful maidens and lush landscape, but there is another type of paradise, the battlefield once said General Qasim Soleimani in a speech to fa- fellow veterans of the Iran-Iraq war
1: Yeah, in Metal Gear Solid yeah. 5 I guess
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that war is a changed. Hideo Kojima-ass line he said this while
2: roller skating in circles yeah. and throwing grenades at you.
0: No, no, he, he said this uh, in, as part of a strange speech thanking you for bringing him a barrel of fresh water. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> no, yeah.
1: you've reconnected Qasem Soleimani to the chiral network, and <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, he's... Uh, <laughs> one type of paradise that men imagine is about streams, beautiful maidens, and lush landscape. But there is another type of paradise battlefield <laughs> just say it in a bit of a growly voice and it sounds like a Hideo yeah, Kojima I, I, I character I that's not a very Seagull some... actually hmm. I can't There's believe is the boss oh no there is a big Seagal re- uh, reference coming up in this article I'm sure our more astute listeners can guess what the reference is going to be but don't say it out loud for the rest of them um, but yeah, also just noting that He came up in the Iran-Iraq war uh, Again, the fact that these people Have no grasp of history They don't remember what that was Or why it was fought They don't mm. remember what made it so particularly bad mm. It's just, well, they're naturally bellicose Over there, so I suppose we should let them Fight yeah, it out fucking Victor Frankenstein. Us.
1: Yeah, Victor Frankenstein Throws the switch and then writes this column About how horrible it is That his monster is like shambling downhill Towards the village, awesome
0: Yeah, Mm, You hate to see it. From the beginning of Ayatollah Khomeini's revolution more than 40 years ago, Qasem Soleimani had been a soldier. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Mm. What's your point? Yeah.
2: Uh, If it's not Ayatollah Khomeini's revolution, it's actually just sparkling unrest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wherever Iran preached and exported, it's violent imperial Shiism. He was there or thereabouts. <laughs>
1: I'm my- sorry, I've read that line before preparing for this and it gets me every time. I love a violent imperial Shiism.
0: Violent yeah. and
2: imperial Shiism sounds like something
0: Graham Linehan would refer to. Absolutely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, oh God! He'd say he convert to must convert to Islam, so we can become a Shiite in solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So wherever Iran preached and exported its violent imperial Shiism, he was there or thereabouts, undermining local sovereignties, destabilizing Lebanon, helping Hezbollah, assisting attacks on Israel, rescuing Assad's tyranny in Syria, inciting Houthi revolt in Yemen, and organizing assaults on U.S. and British soldiers in Iraq, where he roamed Just almost at will. For example, Pimpernel. he was he was roaming Iraq at will. To reduce tensions but he was, mm. he, was he was also invited. yeah he
1: was he was rescuing Assad's tyranny in Syria by fighting ISIS
0: are and- there yeah.
2: photos of him standing with u s soldiers and officers like yes. on the front line in Iraq when they're fighting isis
0: yes, um yes, uh yeah. but no, that was. That was uh, a different guy who looked exactly the same. That was had like the same him name. playing eighth-dimensional chess, <laughs> yeah, and he was, was actually <laughs> doing that to endanger the U.S. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's uh, oh, sorry. It's um uh 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 counterinsurgency with the clumps. It's <laughs> another nutty professor who played another by, by Eddie fun,
1: another fun detail about this, by the way, was that Qasem Silimani was the guy who led the Iranian effort to fight Al-Qaeda, which culminated in them just dumping a bunch of Al-Qaeda guys on the US's doorstep, which abruptly mm-hmm. came to a halt after uh, Bush called them part of the axis of evil. Yeah. So, yeah, w- once again, yeah. from fucking Ho Chi Minh to this guy, the US just alienating its own natural allies. Cool. Yeah. Um.
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely. And also, I'm just gonna put on my Michael Moore hat and mask and be like, I would hate to be living in a country that did the equivalent of that stuff all the time. Yeah. Mm. Like,
1: the, this calling him a terrorist I mean, it's, it's thing. He's lame to point yeah. that out. but he, he's, like... he's not a, He was not a terrorist. He was a, a soldier in the same way that any soldier is. It's not yeah. great, of course, but what do you think our guys do?
0: Like, yeah, he's, like he's... Even, even
1: Trump knew this when on, he got up on the debate stage and said, folks, well, we got killers too. And he was right. It's, yeah. it's the same type of job. <laughs>
2: Trump there coming out in support of Mob Deep.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got shooters. But Yeah,
2: I I for one love to be in the Navy Seals and go around war zones handing out balloons and stuff.
1: Mm. Although, did you see that the um the Navy SEAL that Trump pardoned had his own has his own line of like shitty veteran t-shirts and stuff now?
2: Oh, of course he does. Yeah. Are they war crimes I did them and they're good actually? Yeah. No, they're, <laughs> they're Parachute dumber Regiment than that. Veterans they're, Association are, is suing him for copyright. They're,
1: they're dumber than that. They are a coast-based lifestyle brand called Salty Frog Gear.
0: Oh. oh, yeah! For if if you yeah, want to like, it's put like a buzzsaw blade on your surfboard. Yeah,
1: it's like kind of uh like I don't know, Quicksilver or O'Neill, but like uh, with mm. more tactical.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's oh it's, no, it's Quicksilver, but uh, black black hood, extraordinary yeah. rendition silver, mm. um, <laughs> surfboard called the Muslim killer, swift boat silver silver. <laughs> uh, but mm. there's also like if you want to stop Iran and its soldiers from doing all of the things that you cite, Charles Moore, you we had we had a treaty in place a couple of years ago that would have made a lot of those things not happen Yeah, negotiated by the secret Muslim Obama. Yeah, yeah, mm. it was negotiated by Obama, so clearly it wasn't good I mean, like, I don't know, I mean I, at the risk of doing the centrist pieties, I'd rather that Asim Soleimani didn't do all of that stuff that Charles Moore said he did, but there was a way to diplomatically make that not happen. Yeah. But which we'd I-
2: already done. Yeah. And Trump just undid it. He's being like, oh, I have no choice but to kill the bad man. And it's like, but so, you, you literally created this entire like, situation. This is, this is
1: the funny thing, right? Is that it completely vindicates Soleimani's politics, which were oppositional to the kind of, uh, like, uh, Javad Zarif and, uh, Rouhani, who made the deal with the states, his view, and the view of his, like, hardline partisans, was always that negotiating with the US is incredibly futile, because they're always gonna betray you. And it turns out he was right. Um, Not sure he wanted to be right in the way that he was, but...
0: eh, Yeah. Also, uh, you know, really, really looking forward to, um... Next time, you know, the U.S. tries to ask any other yes, power to genuinely a, a, theorize. A, a, absolutely. Go absolutely. Great.
1: Because, like, uh, uh, th- this was this was his thinking, was that, like, yeah, okay, you can take the deal now, but they're never going to live up to it. And, mm. yeah, that's exactly they what didn't. happened.
2: Weird how Soleimani's blood on the ground spelled out, I'm not owned, you're owned. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> it, it is kind of the drill tweet about so long suckers, revs up motorcycle, <laughs> and, when the, and when the smoke clears, I'm just lying completely dead
0: on the ground. <laughs> uh right Mm. so look it's uh we 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 go back to the article it was in iraq that general soleimani was killed on thursday while he was deploying the menace of the kuds force which he commanded to be kingmaker there again more neglects to say he was invited there he was on a Mm.
1: he was quite literally to do the star wars thing he was on a diplomatic
0: mission um
1: yeah yeah, right they
2: invited the menace
3: yes Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, he 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 he, he, he must menace, have used yeah.
2: trickery, of course. Wait, obviously, the Cuts Force taken Dennis the Menace prisoner, and they're using <laughs> him for their evil, you know, schemes. Yeah, he's like the
0: vampires in sight. <laughs> uh, they, keep, they keep firing a catapult at the Israeli embassy. <laughs> <laughs> Almost anywhere in this world, Soleimani planned daring schemes to assist this the enemies of his deep. Oh shit.
2: Wiley Soleimani Yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, he kept painting fake Tunnel entrances onto (laughs) cliffs And US convoys just drove Into them
0: oh my god that would That would probably work too but Mm. no check Check this out this is where we get the Seagal shit Um it in this, he often used ungodly partners, such as a deal with a Mexican drug cartel to blow up the Saudi ambassador in a Washington restaurant that was fortunately exposed in time to prevent it. <laughs> that's
1: that's the plot of the director video sequel to Sicario. It's like that's literally a MAGA meme that they like. Oh well, the border patrol's been finding prayer mats on the border, so the cartels have been helping them yeah. Muslims. This is
0: this. Is, in in fact, in all of the like millions and millions of opinion columns that have sprouted since like the in the last 48 hours and more that will sprout in the coming three days um, this has been something that a point that's just been repeated as though it's true which mm-hmm. is that Qasem Soleimani basically did the plot of Sicario <laughs> to kill a Saudi ambassador but like this is just the thing of the FBI like trying to talk to like the trying to talk to the nearest dumbest Muslim into buying a cartoon bomb with a lit fuse and and Alice, you did some good research on I this did.
1: for us. Yeah, th- we f- yeah. I found a guy, a new kind of guy that we all love, called Mansur Ababsiar, who was uh, a dual US-Iranian citizen, uh, literally, at one point, a used car dealer, and just an Amazing. incredibly, uh, by all accounts, dumb, uh, forgetful, inconsistent, could-not-keep-a-secret dipshit. Um, he got roped into talking to an undercover DEA agent who pretended to be in a Mexican drug cartel and like paying him to kill this guy, uh, the Saudi ambassador. It's just just incredible.
2: Um he ah so there was no Mexican drug cartel or any Iranian no. involvement. No. Well <laughs> there
3: there oh. was
1: there was allegedly some Iranian involvement in that he kept trying to impress this DEA guy by talking about his uncle who worked at Nintendo or in this case cousin who was a general in the Quds force. Um mm. And this uh, this Which is owned by Nintendo, yes, the, of course. And and so uh. this, this DEA share just railroaded him into saying, "Oh, uh, yes, I would like to do the knockout game in an MS thirteen style ISIS style attack, and uh, here is a hundred thousand dollars for like murder expenses. Yeah.
2: It... Oh. I mean murder is pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> which is which is which is incredible that just because someone said, oh, don't worry, I can get you. A, <laughs> I, yeah, I have a cousin who's in the and in, in the in the uh, IRGC and he would love to carry out this like, I don't know, a t- attack on a Saudi diplomat in a D.C. restaurant for like a hundred for a hundred thousand dollars. Don't worry, this will be very easily traceable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: While talking to like a comically obvious informant, like a a, a guy, like two guys, stacked in a trench coat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Please, please say the thing directly into the hat. Yeah, yeah. So, so could you speak more into my lapel when you say that? (laughs) So he, so he went. So this guy, Ababsia, you should look up his mugshot, uh, or we should make it the episode art or something because it's a look. Um, Mm. He went to jail. Uh, He's still in jail. Uh, they convicted some Iranian Revolutionary Guards guy in absentia, and then, like, the alleged cousin allegedly- he' quoted just
2: saying, I just work at Nintendo, I don't understand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The, the alleged cousin who allegedly works at Nintendo, there's like a 15 million dollar reward for information about him, so if you have hmm. that, then, uh, tell me and I'll get that, but, yeah, <laughs> no, it's- I, uh, I don't know, this is very, very stupid. It's like this bumbling caper.
0: Yeah, it's it again. This hmm. is as as I don't want to keep going back to this well, but I think this is going to be a real theme of Trash Future Season Two that the like world's most sort of venal but incompetent people are now in charge of most yes. things. Yes, it's
1: pure Cohen brothers. Yeah, well, absolutely, it is yeah. pure and, and the, Coen brothers. The, the thing why it doesn't fit right is that Soleimani was like a not a Coen Brothers character, stuck in a world that has now apparently been written by the Coen Brothers. Like, he was <laughs> the, the one competent person left on Earth. Um, yeah. Like, well, I think it's one that- Yeah. Well, there's actually quite like there's there's easy ways of if you want to kill Saudi royals, not to get like the podcast yanked off the air, but there's easy ways to do that because he did some of them. He like helped the uh, the Houthis in Yemen fire this missile at one of the VIP terminals of an airport in Saudi Arabia. He kidnapped some Qatari royals. Like he was a smart guy who was good at this stuff. He, he wouldn't just like give a hundred thousand dollars to a used car dealer to blow up mm. a guy in DC.
2: And if you want to Kidnap the Qatar Royals All you've got to really do Is like Go around Knightsbridge And start laying down The tires on some just, Lamborghinis just and wait dang,
0: Yeah just dangling A Lamborghini On a long string <laughs> <laughs> But like it's, it's Yeah it does seem strange That this guy Who's talked about as The terrorist mastermind Of the entire world James Bond Plus like Erwin Rommel Plus yeah, Muhammad the, the, or like his, his
1: strategic it, genius it, What a was, we're the Machine gonna, from we're the We're gonna fly, tape eh? We're gonna tape a gun To the cistern In the toilets And you come out And you just start blasting
0: Yeah I'm just I'm Mm. just going to give a all things considered pretty small amount of money to like the most (laughs) credulous rube I can find (laughs) Um, to talk.
1: uh, Yeah, to give to his his friend, uh, Jose Crimenio.
0: Just, mm. And I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna have my, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna have like this guy in billing for the uh, uh, IRGC's <laughs> yeah. um, dumbest cousin just try and improvise an attack by talking to random people he meets.
1: Yeah, not like not like anything serious, just blowing up a restaurant in the capital of the United States. Like for like
0: for why it's all yeah. it's already normal stuff yeah. well i think but so i want to go i just want to go before we sort of carry on with any of this i want to rem- uh, emphasize this is being brought up as a serious point in all of the serious editorials seriously saying that the u.s did the right thing mm-hmm. yeah this it's it's also, burn
1: yeah. after reading it is burn mm. after reading shit
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, the whole... The fact that this is just a Coen Brothers film is amazing because it's just... It's all fake. But even if it wasn't fake, it has this weird vibe where, like... The Soviet Union used to do a lot of this stuff. Mm. And, like, there was obviously a lot of, like, mad opposition to the Soviet Union, but it also kind of acknowledged it as being, like, that, oh, well, we don't like them, they don't like us, we both do shit to each other. Like, they kind of fundamentally understood, like, yeah, we assassinate people in the Soviet Union, they assassinate people here, it happens because we're, like, in a state of proxy war. Whereas with Iran, it's like, huh, they keep responding to us assassinating people in Iran by assassinating people here. (laughs) Well, this just won't do. Like, it's like, well, you
1: know, maybe... Just maybe. Like all of the pundits who kept talking about Iran violating the terms of the deal years after the deal was already off. It's just
2: incredible. Why won't they just keep to their end of the deal when we broke the deal? I mean, that that shows why we can't make a deal with them.
0: So uh, I, I carry on with Charles Moore's article. Uh, the Sunni Arab world, not mm. to mention millions of his fellow Shiites who deplore his unceasing violence. So uh, sound the Charles Moore knows all about what Muslims think, Alarm. Yeah, yeah Charles streets. Moore loves Sunnis. Yeah. He's a big fan. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, has even more reason to rejoice at his death than do the American or the British people. In Iran and its proxies today, there are well-orchestrated scenes of grief. So, you know, crisis actors. Yeah. The into- I, weirdly, yeah. um, 80% of Iran is actually a crisis actor. Yes. There, there's a bunch of
2: Sunnis who have very good reason to rejoice at his death. The Saudi royal family. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: um, I love it. Like, it's, it's just so mad, like the equivocation of just like, oh, you know, oh, we hate like despotic regimes in the Middle East. Apart from the Saudi Arabian mm. royal family who
0: are fine for some reason. Uh, so I'm just quickly, uh, ha- I just searched Charles Moore and then in quotes, Muslims. Oh god! Uh, oh god! No, that's a cursed Google search. <laughs> uh, 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 in his piece, uh, this is after the killing of Lee Rigby. In his piece, Moore oh, states good. that the EDL is merely reactive; uh-huh. they're just reacting to provocations of, of Muslims. Yeah, so th- this guy if- proactive, EDL reactive. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So there we go. Uh, oh, Moore uh, from 12th through December 2004. Moore's pedophile slur angers Muslims. What? what? Wait, he's, he's Elon Musk now. <laughs> um, hang on, I'll get this. Yeah, Charles Moore, uh, former editor of the Daily Telegraph, provoked a storm of criticism from British Muslims yesterday uh, wh- for an article in which he championed the right to call the Prophet Muhammad a pedophile. Cool. So, that's okay. one of the big-ticket rights that we're yeah, all dying absolutely. on that hill. Yeah. That's you know, just like, me of the, of the Brendan O'Neill headline. Is that it's Ninth a real Amendment, one. that one? It's a real headline that Brendan O'Neill did actually write, which is, it's important we have the right to call Allah gay.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, this is yeah. fucking
0: gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's
1: a tweet that I would do that would get me cancelled.
0: <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, it's, all of these <sighs> people just want the abstract right to um, trigger the libs, yeah, yeah, mm. they want the abstract right to just say what they want about about Islam, whether it's saying something you know, genuinely quite awful, like Muhammad yeah. was a pedophile, or saying something pretty neutral, like Allah's gay. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm pretty
0: sure if you could, like, just send that as a press release to the Ayatollah, and you would be like,
2: "What." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> not the kind of thing that you, anybody's issuing a fatwa about. I can tell so, you that. Anyway,
0: with that in mind, that um, mm. what, what I'll just what a cursory Google of Charles Moore and then in quotations Muslims brings up. I'm going to say again what he said: the Sunni Arab world, not to mention their fellow Shiites who deplore his unceasing violence, has even more d- reason to rejoice at his death than do the American or British people. Um, as He's with, saying all the Shiites deplore his unceasing
2: violence. Whilst also noting that like 80 percent of Iran are out in black but, on the they're, streets. Yeah, they're,
0: they're fake though. Um, yeah, oh, they're, yeah, they're fake friends. They're but extras. Also, he says, as with almost all Muslim terrorists, the greatest proportion on the blood of on of the blood on Soleimani's hands was Muslim, and most Muslims know that. Well, <sighs> Again, the blood in his hands? Charles Moore, thank you. Yes, uh, I'm just gonna do it. Uh, hey. Anyone who heard that, just do another Google of Charles Moore's name with Muslim in quotations after that. See see what you find. Uh, See what you find. Uh, I'm sure he knows. Charles Moore, secret Muslim? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, doing (laughs) Takiyah.
1: He's so Mm. deep cover. He's he's doing Tuck Ferry methodology.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A few days ago, almost no Middle East government or expert would have predicted that Mr. Trump would sanction such an attack. Even Mr. Trump will not have done it on a whim. Even yeah. Mr. Trump would not have predicted it because he is
2: insane. <laughs> he didn't know <laughs> who Qasem
0: Soleimani was either. No. No. no one did. Everything
2: he does, he still thinks Qasem Soleimani is the Hamburglar. It doesn't <laughs> matter. None of it matters. I love what I love about Trump is the way he forces all of these people to admit how stupid they are mm-hmm. because they just go, "Wow, no one could have predicted this," and it's like, "Yeah, because it's fucking insane." Not <laughs> like, even just... the most v ve- all right-wing ghouls in the history of the US would have normally done that. George W. Bush would have been like, I don't know, maybe I'll go to the treehouse instead, lads. Like, this is just like full bore, Trump is just in a decaying mind palace where like, the ceiling is collapsing, and he'll just do whatever you push under his nose. This and is, they're like, wow, is, what a
1: tactical genius. This is my favorite thing, right? Is Imagine being John Bolton, or any of the like neoconservatives who are trying to push mm. for 20 years for a war with Iran, and you finally get it, and it's nothing to do with you, and it's after the guy's fired you for like, I don't know, he made fun of your moustache or something. And he starts the war because he confuses Qasem Soleimani with I don't know, some Iranian guy who he defrauded for like lighting expenses at a casino in Atlantic City I'm sure this goes back to that Yes, he he, he does not know who Qasem Soleimani is but he thinks that he's someone else who has wronged him in an incredibly petty way so,
0: what a very nasty article about me in City AM. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, while Iran swears revenge, therefore, it is not as well placed as it once was to fulfill its terrible oath. Mr. Uh, Trump's tweet yesterday was that is Iran, a poem? Iran never won a war, <laughs> but never lost a negotiation. Hints at this, combining threat and inducement. Hit Some back and you shit. lose. Calm down and we'll talk.
1: Calm down after what? Calm down why? Also, while Iran swears revenge, it's not as well placed as it used to be. Can we cut in Nate again from the future just to see if they've like done, if it has fulfilled its terrible oath
0: yet? Oh, man. So what about that terrible oath? (laughs) 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 A chilling sign of things to come. Hmm. Didn't really Uh, like that marine barracks anyway. (laughs) <laughs> this mm. does not mean that the situation is fully controllable. Some revolting <laughs> retaliation is like You know what that reminds me of? The, uh, the Emperor of Japan,
1: surrendered um, when he surrendered World War II, said, Events have developed not necessarily to our advantage. And that's <laughs> very similar. It's not. It's not. I love, I love not. watching
2: the, the new king of Hirosh- Hiroshima and
1: going, oh, well, that's suddenly
0: yeah, a setback. That, that, that's not gone well. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm. no, I'm not sure about this
0: one, Chief. Mm,
1: not sure it's uh, fully controllable.
0: So, uh, but the president is working on the assumption. No, he's not. No, he's not no, working on no, any assumptions. No. You're wrong. You're wrong already.
1: He's, he's mm. just golfing again.
0: But, the president is working on the assumption that the Iranian government, for all its fanaticism, is not completely irrational. Um, Very excited for the Iranians to,
2: like, uh, to kidnap some, like, fat Saudi minor prince on his gold boat and, like, mm. not let him eat any chocolates for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, in, weeping in some hostage video
0: going, is he Just Uder? I'm, I'm losing too much weight. <laughs> well, I don't know what that accent <laughs> was. You polluted me with Uder. <laughs> You're just doing Uter. Uh, don't kidnap me. I'm full of chocolate. So it was dis. It, Charles Moore goes on. It was disappointing yesterday that the foreign secretary, Dominic Robb could issue no more than a feeble statement about the need for de-escalation. He seemed almost to be accepting Jeremy Corbyn's version of oh, events. Fucking leave it the, he alone. To be accepting, in which the yeah. killing of Soleimani becomes a dangerous escalation rather than a response to a murderous threat. But the, what was the threat? The threat of what, like trying to broker a peace deal in Iraq? Like what specifically was the threat that he posed, other than just being a bastard who was a soldier on another side in a tense proxy war?
1: But he was going to do some attack that we haven't clarified yet.
0: Uh, yeah, he, I told you that he was going to another. F- yeah. I told you he was going to open up another front in the war on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. He was going to make it extra illegal to say Merry Christmas because he controls the Democratic Party. <laughs> it's, also, it's also very weird how, like, it, these people just, like,
2: refuse to accept reality. Mm. And to them, anyone who accepts reality is, like, a pussy SJW, even if that person is Dominic Robb. Oh,
0: well, hang on. Hang on, Milo because Dominic's ro- Dominic Robbs stopped clock being right once a day twice a day oh no time has ticked <laughs> on my friend <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-four hours later, uh, Dom- Radio One DJ Dominic robbed a bank. Dominic robbed a bank <laughs> has now said that the UK understands the position of the US to found themselves in ahead of telling Qasem Soleimani, saying it had a right well, being to self-defense. run by a nutter. So yeah. basically, what happens is uh, he grew, he reflected, he wants, he thanks all his fans for standing by him, and he's learned that earlier when he said that we shouldn't start World War Three, he hurt some people. Do- yeah, Dominic I- Rubb apology video. Great.
2: Dominic do Don- was like, I have now actually found the US's uh, persuasive argument of stop hitting yourself to be very convincing.
0: Also, like, yeah, um, mm, I, I, I don't want to come off too FBPE here, but mm, that sovereignty is tasty, isn't it? Mm. Real, t- real, very sovereign. Yeah. The shift comes after Mike Pompeo, the US Secretary of State, criticized the UK, France, and Germany for failing to, quote, be as helpful as I wish they could be. Why does he
1: talk like that? Like a cop? Yeah. Uh, fail, mm-hmm. Failing to be as helpful as I wish that they could be to be the th- 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 what? Yeah, yeah we've
3: uh, had t-
2: America involved assassination. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: there has been an assassination. The NYPD are looking into it.
0: Yeah, so more. So you know more. Yeah, I guess Charles Moore got his wish. Uh, Dominic mm. Robb is no longer being a reality no- acknowledging pussy. Yeah, he's now just bought into the fantasy that this was somehow a the right and strategic thing to do, and that World War Three is necessary. Um, m- m- missiles and Kasim
2: Soleimani's body were co located in a situation which gave rise <laughs> to fatalities.
0: And here's the real. Thi- here's the real fucking. This really fucking pisses me off. Where uh, Charles Moore has done the right wing columnist thing. Where he writes, is this really the moment for taking a stand of false equivalence, which implies that both the United States and Iran need to cool down? No, I agree no. with him. No,
1: uh, it's Iran not. doesn't. The U.S. does. <laughs> yes.
0: <Yeah. laughs> Fucking hell! I read in the Guardian yesterday that Iran's half-million-strong armed services are the most potent military force the U.S. has faced since confronting the Chinese PVA more than sixty years ago in Korea. I don't no. think so.
2: The Chinese had some really powerful glue back then. Yeah.
0: He just he just like, he just doesn't think so. No. It's like, no, well, yeah. but what if it wasn't? That, there that aren't is, nah, we're, we're
1: rapidly approaching the old onion thing of this war will set off a decades-long cataclysm destabling the entire Middle East versus no it won't.
2: Yeah. Um, the, oh, fucking amazing. It's basically it's just like it's every Jeremy Vine call-in, right? It's like someone, someone who knows about the thing is like, oh, this is going to be really bad, and then someone else calls in and goes bollocks. Yeah, and it's like Persons okay, are, like holiday. Camps. Well, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, actually, I, I think, I think that uh, a fa- a four day week is bollocks.
0: Now, fuck you, economist. Yeah. What do you know? So, um, yeah, I guess, uh, it's with uh, with the the U.S. with its um. What aging and creaking military infrastructure? Because like, like contractors have been accidentally yeah. doing anti-imperialism, all, all, all them, and
1: like all of the troops are like fracturing bones because they're trying to do Fortnite dances. Yeah, just yeah. T- but
0: like it's yeah. and also all of them are like so, like a, 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 like their their recruitment standards are low because everyone's joining because they're far too poor. I can't.
1: Uh, I can't wait to see how well the F thirty five does. Oh, absolutely! I'm, yeah, I'm just absolutely. full of glee. Yeah, yeah. Like, apparently,
0: mm. who knew, uh, Qasem Soleimani was actually a high-ranking um, officer at Boeing. Yeah, you love <laughs> yeah. to see
2: it. Well, I'm really excited for, like, basically, the uh, the uh, the ISIS sword guy is now going to be our main uh, main <laughs> British officer against Iran, where he's like, oh,
0: yeah, Iranians think you're tough? Well, I'll give you 50K if you can kill me. Good luck, I've got a sword. Yeah, that's,
3: oh, yeah, that's <laughs>
0: basically it. Uh, the It's going to be that, and then just a bunch of, like, you know, teenagers who are, like... A bunch of teenagers Hell who are like, yeah. I just wanted to get a communications degree, and now I'm like, just I'm dying in in one of forty helicopter crashes that's happening today in the Straits of Hormuz. Awesome. Look, if one good thing can come out of this,
2: Mark Francois having his fucking bluff called is like <laughs> yeah. the be- Like Mark Francois having spent years playing fucking paintball and pretending he's a super army soldier, suddenly gets fucking deployed to like the mountains of Iran <laughs> and is like having to
0: having to subsist on fucking MREs and do physical exercise. <laughs> so yeah, Um. in conclusion, to everyone who thinks that uh, the assassination of Qasem Soleimani was a good idea, that war with Iran is justified and necessary and will be easy, congratulations. Enlist. Yeah, I... Mm. I yep, our commiserations
1: enlist. to the Boston University 2025 Bachelors of Hotel Administration. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, so yeah, you can you can enlist. I'm sure you'll have a great time. You'll make a lot of friends. You'll smoke a lot of good dope. Yeah. It'll Missing be great. It'll be, like, it'll, it'll be like prison in Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll be wonderful. Do not we'll enlist. Do, do not enlist. Never, do not never enlist. Never, never Commission. enlist. in the army. Uh, if you are in the army, get fat. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I was saying this to Nate because Nate was like, "Because I'm a former U.S. Army officer, they technically have right of recall over me for the rest of my life in like times of quote unquote national emergency or some shit." So I'm like, Nate, you realize your only choice is to get so fat that they can't deploy you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Come like yeah, they become, have,
2: like they winch have to out of the him. house level. Yeah, they
0: have to deploy him out of the back of a C-130. <laughs> <Are> you joking? <laughs> two one year into the into the Iran conflict, which is going to be a mess for the U.S. They are going to start winching like fatsoes who wash themselves. <laughs> The rag on a stick out of their flats to try mm-hmm. and put them First on the bed so like, battalion like <laughs> you're gonna you're uh, going yeah. to form forty percent of the weight of um of an onboard <laughs> technical. Congratulations.
2: I love to I love to control a drone from my gaming PC. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh but that's that's I, I I'm I'm I wanna talk about one thing that isn't uh, Iran, which is a really delightful article. I wanna do like a little palate cleanser mm. for this week's premium. Mm. Uh, and this is uh, by Freya Sanders for Unheard's post no relation
2: of Bernie or Colonel, uh,
0: which, which, as far as I can tell, is just a place where people with prion on diseases post streams of consciousness. Amazing! Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's the post section.
0: Cool. Yeah. How it,
2: did in journalism?
0: Yes, Milo, you're not far off. <laughs> Stately uh, plump Buck Mulligan. Mm. <laughs> This is, uh, green means going local and globalized Vancouver. And they've just written the entire thing backwards in a mirror image behind it. Yeah, uh, it's River great. run past Eve and Adam. <laughs> mm. uh, if you multiplied Isling, so keep, by the way, there's some math in the beginning of this. Uh, okay. So you might want to use uh, a pencil, Use paper, your official
2: a trash feature, pens and pencils <laughs> and paper, notepads. Uh, pull
0: out your uh, TI-88 uh, graphing calculators. Mm. If you multiplied Islington by four and put it next to the four Pacific. Four Corbins. Oh, no. Jeremy, that's insane. <laughs> uh, you'd, you'd end up with a city a lot like Vancouver. So we're starting with some math here. Um, Islington times four plus Pacific equals 80% Vancouver.
2: Yeah. Okay. If, you, if you stuck it anywhere in the Pacific, so that includes like Fiji, Nauru, like yeah. wherever, anywhere on the Pacific that has mm-hmm. that is very like the climate mm-hmm. of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good.
0: That's right. And also it's four Islington's. Yeah, hmm. four Islington's. Four. Are, are so, they,
1: like, on top of each other? Or, like, are they tessellated? How no, does that...
0: They're, mm. they're multiplied together, Alice. I don't know how I can make this clearer for you. When um, you multiply yeah. a city by a city, duh. I think um, I read that just...
1: China Meerville book. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: You, know when you know when you're just, like, wandering around Highbury Corner
2: and someone comes up to you in a Czech shirt and is like, "Oh, hey, do you want to go rip some weed? <laughs> that's,
0: not what, that's not what people from Vancouver sound like. <laughs> Oh, hey, do you want to go rip some weed?
1: <laughs> but I, hey, I, I, here I we thought... have weed, not like in Niagara where they have that wine shit.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, Riley's brain's melting. I regret. I regret doing this article now. Yeah. All right. so, <laughs> I regret Canada, the largest city in the Canadian province of British Columbia, BC for short. So mm. note that down. Seems tailor made for the liberal elite. So um, <sighs> here's how it is tailor made. The following um, sentence is how it is tailor made for the liberal elite. So okay, hit me. A list of things liberals love. Free movement is the city's fabric. There's a running joke that no one who lives in Vancouver actually grew up there. Okay. Okay. Liberals. How many? How,
1: how, Liberals. How, how Liberals eight How many, many gen? How many genders do they got?
0: Uh, <laughs> well, is, they, is it a safe space? Do they have? It's just can describing
2: I, like... big cities. Like, yeah, people move there.
0: Yeah. Sixty-seven percent of the population were born outside BC and forty-five percent outside Canada.
1: I Just can't believe that they're just violating their own uh hukou or like their internal passport like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Damn. Um, also, like, f- Vancouver is a city that has such incredible um such incredible like highly high cost of living and property that most mm. of the city is just owned as investment properties by people who've never been. yeah, what's wow, really town. is like Islington? Was yeah. this was this written as
2: as like a, a a top secret analysis of the decadent Canadian way of life by like a Khrushchev era Soviet analyst like just like <laughs> uh, these people they are not even from
0: Vancouver and yet they live there we do not understand where they receive <laughs> propiska <laughs> in most Vancouver constituencies left wing candidates won sizable majorities in October's federal election oh, so no. uh, it's oh, a no. it's a city four, literally four Corbins it's a city yeah yeah uh, there are more Extinction Rebellion chapters within 100 miles of the city than in the whole of B.C.'s two neighboring provinces put together mm. really i'm surprised that like there isn't a large pro uh, aren't many chapters of a large protest movement in fort mcmurray yeah, just alberta yeah,
1: extinction rebellion <laughs> is just hissing uh, yourself for drilling up the oil
0: the fucking like the yukon territory extinction rebellion it was just a moose yeah. <laughs> the cost of living is, exor- is exorbitant gentrification rampant and inequalities are increasing i mean to be fair liberals do love that yeah, that's true. They think mm. it makes the city better. They like that it gives them fun little restaurants. Mm, and also, yeah. it makes it safer because it's less scary. Oh, exactly. did, you, did
1: you see the fucking speakeasy that was in a high school? Uh, or it used to be a high school in Alabama.
0: I did, I did. Same. Uh, oh. I, yeah, Just, you, yeah, The people who created that, they're history's greatest monster. Yeah. Like, that... I, I don't know why people are talking about about Qasem Soleimani this, Qasem Soleimani that we get people who are turning high schools into theme bars I hate it mm. Mm. Um, but so I would this is back to the article so I was taken aback this week when I walked into a supermarket just outside Vancouver and saw a sign that said BC first Was this Uh. yet another Canadian separatist movement? A homage to Trump's America First agenda? A far-right campaign against multiculturalism a la Britain First?
2: She's doing a lot of work before just finding out what the sign means.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, come on, she's got to do a column. Oh, yeah, I guess there is that. But no, looking closer, the BC First sign was sticking out of a large mound of yams. (laughs) <laughs> what? Huh I guess it's like a yam, a yam uh,
2: You know yams of the master race Something like that probably That, that seems like the reasonable conclusion I'm, I'm, to draw I'm
1: not owned as I
0: continue to shrink into a large Mound of yams All it meant was that the supermarket Makes every effort to source its vegetables From within the province to reduce food miles A decidedly untrumpy door
1: so, so she just saw a like locally Grown sign and like decided To spin out her misinterpreting It into a column Yes, but
2: what if the sign had actually been a coded reference to Islamism? <laughs>
0: mm. Yes, <laughs> so I love this. Unheard columnist sees sign and imagines what mm. she wishes it meant. B.C. or Baghdad Caliphate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was Still. trying to. I was trying to get to that joke first, but all I
0: had was become <laughs> K- Muslim. <laughs> Muslim. <laughs> Commu <laughs> comu- Muslim. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm. Ooh! Mm. Still, that sign, sticking out of a pile of tubers not native to Canada, a pile of (laughs) tubers in the nation's most diverse province, represents a major challenge currently facing parts of the environmental movement.
1: Oh, it's a metaphor, Uh, I see. It's it's not just a large mound of yams. Yeah.
0: You 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 don't represent anything.
1: large, large mound of yams is just a fun phrase to say.
0: It's just, it's just, it's just, she's misinterpreted a sign on a pile of yams, and now it's uh. like, ah, this spells doom for the environmentalist movement.
2: <laughs> We've all been misled by a pile of yams.
0: Wiley yams?
1: What does, what does Extinction Rebellion have to say about these yams? I ask, because I'm Soleimani. escorted out of their offices.
2: Kasim Soleimani painting piles of yams onto onto the sides <laughs> of cliffs, causing people to drive into them.
0: Uh, in the past, environmentalism was primarily championed by global-minded, tofu-eating, city-dwelling, left-wing young people. No, it wasn't. That's a lot of, a lot of words. That's, it's also
1: not true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm. Kind of people who might guiltily fly 4,700 miles to spend Christmas in Vancouver and feel right at home there. What? What? Why do you get this from a pile of yams? (laughs) That is
1: such a such a fucking synecdoche for like the art of column writing is just like gazing into the yams.
2: And surely
0: until the yams gaze back at you. (laughs) Yes. Surely, if
2: Vancouver is full of young people who aren't from there, mostly people are flying away from Vancouver at Christmas time. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here.
0: No, no. It's I'm sorry, Milo. The yams. Can we please stay focused on the yams? (laughs) Yes. Oh, I'm sorry really fix the
1: mound of yams in your mind
0: (laughs) we have to center the yams in our
1: discourse (laughs) Mm. just the yams have a point of privilege
0: the yam look
2: (laughs) i'm starting a new website yams net and we're gonna get to the bottom
0: of this (laughs) yams first uh yeah so let's just let's just trace trace this vancouver uh, has a lot of extinction rebellion, but it's very expensive to live there. I saw a BC. I saw a sign in some yams that said they were y- locally grown. Man, bet young people are owned when they fly. Was this hmm. written by a seeing eye dog?
2: Yeah, yo, yo I- I'm Canadian environmental prankster Yams Margera. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, this, this is-, is, uh, this uh, is uh, I this don't is, care. I don't care. Episode title. Wee Man's, this is why, we Man's the,
1: gonna get his dick bitten off by Venus Flytrap. This this is why this is the chaos configuration, is because we can spend most of it talking about Iran, and then just go completely off on
0: these large amount we're, we're of We're going yams. off on yams, baby! <laughs> Highlight
2: of the episode, it's the yams. yam time. <laughs> Yammer time. Yam future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, waiting for the yammer to fall.
0: Uh, <laughs> consider what a young consider what that a young, Okay. Did you this fuck up the so notes? Bad. You fucked up the notes, didn't you? Consi- no, I caught This is the whole article. I did not shorten the yam's one at all. Mm. It's it is a Hold on. Rowdy
2: Quinn, a yamsel in distress. <laughs>
0: It is exactly three hundred and sixty-seven words of pure prion disease. Wow, that's not even very long. No, you can't even that's get sure away from <laughs> Consider what that young person learned at school about protectionism. <laughs> About protectionism, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Consider what that young person learned at school about protectionism. Uh, the yams. The How yams did we are get talking here? to me.
2: What are the are they yams like some kind of like Vancouver product that could have been outcompeted by the Chinese if it wasn't for like oh, boo. the fucking
0: yam
1: tariffs will be
2: the
0: end of my yeah. small
1: business.
0: Consider what that young. I don't know which young person she's talking. Oh, she's talking about the. Champ- the, uh, Champions <laughs> this of is environmentalism. like one of those
1: fucking German sentences for like Stefan Zweig where you have to turn four pages before you get to the verb. We've lost My- track of who she's even talking about.
0: <laughs> Consider what that young person learned at school about protectionism, parenthetically, it's bad, and nationalism, parenthetically, it's really bad, and about globalization, parenthetically, it ends poverty, and it's hardly surprising that they might feel ambivalent about putting a sign in a particular place it's the First. best
1: at grocery what? shopping! <laughs> what? <laughs> what?! Who
3: cares? Who, what? Who you, the hell?! You, you claim like to dislike fucking...
1: globalization and yet you eat your foreign yams. <laughs>
2: I, for one, love to wander around the supermarket and do a sort of Frankfurt School analysis of where all of the deals signs are hanging. Like, what? Just imagine some guy being like, oh, my Vancouver business of making ocarinas out of dried yams has been run into the ground by the tariffs on yams from China.
0: I mean, as far as I can tell, like, she, uh, she says yes. All those, like, globalist lefty environmentalists must hate the fact that these yams are local. (laughs) Well, part of the problem there,
1: lady, is that if you put yams on a boat for three months, they go bad.
0: Oh they just they just love eating bad dried shitty rotten old yams to prove a point about how good globalism <laughs> they is. They really
2: they really do. Like, this
0: what, is... what 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 she's actually done is she's mistaken the fact that Britain first and BC first have like the same have a share a word and a mm. place name. Yeah, but f- the f- they're they're fucking. Talking, oh, you came first, first, first Britain great Western, first? the fucking ethno-nationalist <laughs> train company. They they're talking about Different things, Fran centers Um <laughs> It, doesn't, it does it does this... make
1: about as much sense as saying that like the first trains are a fucking ethnostate. Mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what well, I will admit is, I mean, obviously this article is an excellent find, but it's it's also kind of cheating, because this was clearly written by an AI. No, no. Like, this must have been written by, like, an AI designed to, like, AI what we say columnists now. are like.
0: No, yeah. un- un- unheard. Like, it has a very small number of contributors. It's like Tom Chivers, Giles Fraser, uh, Ella Whelan, David Goodhart, Paul Embry. Like, you can get oh, all of those God. on a shirt with
1: the ands. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Um... <laughs> So this is the last line of the, of the piece Obviously it will require a global outlook To tackle climate change But it will also require citizens to buy Increasingly from within their own borders Buy more yams And Here's the, here's, here's the strange uh, s- sentence Therein lies the challenge for Us tofu eating city dwelling Free moving environmentalists She's one of them? Yeah what? What? They've, this they've, some, got uh, this article does too. some Kisa Soze shit throughout. Like, <laughs> yeah. I am, I am so
1: confused
0: after, after, of after reading this. Invasion
1: of the fucking body snatchers. She's Donald Sutherland.
0: To find a place for localism within a, glo- a global outlook. But. It's Localism. perishable. You get that from Yams! I
1: I, I I can't get over my thing of, of just it's perishable goods. If you put the yams on a boat from China, the yams will be bad when the time they get there, so you should get the mm. yams from somewhere close to you. That's not antithetical to globalism at all. She, she also just what? doesn't
2: say anything in the whole article. Like the article is just like that article is like something if like Donald Trump could write. <laughs> That's the sort of thing he'd write. Just like every sentence is about something new. Like, there's lots of analogies that make no sense. It's based on like ephemera that he's like seen, sights, sounds, and smells, but that also bear no relation these, to what these, he's talking these, these
1: about. Yams, very unfair to me.
0: Yeah, the, it's the yams, folks. Right, there's a
2: sign in the yams, folks. Very confusing <laughs> a, sign. Not clear. Not clear, just like the Democrats. Very unclear, people.
0: Oh, he thinks the Democrats are clear. He thinks that, like... He thinks that Chuck Schumer was in the pay of Qasem Soleimani. And, like, the other thing is, like, half of America also thinks that... No one would mm. pay
2: Chuck Schumer. Ah,
0: no. Yeah, I said, that's the evidence, like... He may have been a bastard, but he was competent. Probably wouldn't pay Chuck Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. All right. You um, can manipulate Chuck Schumer for free. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, we've gone for a little while, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re- uh, close this down here. Uh, this has been the Trash Future Chaos Configuration. Oh, mm. uh, boy has it. And it has been our bonus episode. Thank you for joining us on the Patreon. Yes. Um, my, my head hurts now. Thank you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the yam
1: article. I was I knew you'd really like it. Oh, it felt like fucking anoxia Uh,
0: Yeah, Mm. yeah, I mean I think that look uh, read the book Echopraxia by Peter Mm. Watts and you'll understand how I believe that the yam article came to be I think it was written by a philosophical zombie. Yeah, we just (laughs) keep yammering on Uh... If you are like maybe a Chinese room it was written by a Chinese room
1: literally This is the real horseshoe theory is this article must have been written by an NPC (laughs)
0: <laughs> damn yeah it was uh the filler text left up in the unheard post uh, mm. anyway uh that's been us for the week uh, we'll see you again on Tuesday And as always yep. Check out our theme song On Spotify
2: Here we go by Jinsang. Listen early Listen often Yeah and please come to Please come to my shows I've got one in Liverpool On Friday the 17th I've actually sold some tickets now But still not enough So please do come to that If you're in continue Liverpool Continue buying tickets To Please buy continue show. buying tickets To that On Saturday the 18th If you're in London Which is more of you Than in Liverpool I'm also doing the show If you've not seen it yet If you want to see it again We're filming it Why not come to that Also Leicester Comedy Festival All that stuff there's a, There'll be a link in the description To all my dates So if you want to even if you live in Australia, which is currently on fire. So I'm hoping it won't be on fire by the time I get there. Mm.
0: Good. Yes, indeed. And as, also, as, as a reminder, I just want to throw in here, um, Bunta Vista has been doing a lot of great work, uh, like keeping a, keeping a clear head and like, talking about the, the fires, the responses to them, and with some you know, very even clear-eyed, dare I say, policy proposals. Yeah, we we didn't even them.
1: make fun of the way Andrew Law talks on this one. Like that—that's how
0: serious we remaining are. Remaining very them. calm in the face of the fires. So, um, well, that's
1: well, that's that ruined. Well, there we ah,
0: go. We, <laughs> never mind. It looks like we did. <laughs> but seriously, the fires are bad. Listen to Bunta yeah. Vista. Yeah, listen, yeah, really, do do listen to Bunta and if you haven't subscribed to them, then strong, I strongly suggest that you do subscribe to them because they're really worth supporting. They're doing some great stuff, and we all love them here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sis, a, sister a, podcast. a good bunch of sister, leads. sister Pod. Um, and with that. Uh, I think it's time for us to sign off. So we will see all of you soon. It's yeah, time Bye. to tuck into this giant pile of yams. <laughs>